Oh my gosh, we did it. We made it through 2020. We did it. Just a couple more weeks left. We'll get through this and hopefully it's a really wonderful time actually with your families and staying cozied up next to the Christmas tree or whoever, however you celebrate. We've got a fun episode. We've got Jesse Parks, who became a little social media superstar over the last couple of weeks here. And uh, then we close out just talking about our group, the industry, and closing out 2020 and what we want to see in 2021. So before we get started, as always, of course, I want to shout out Float Helm. These are the guys that are Graham and Ashcon. I believe the story goes like... Um, the software that they were using just wasn't doing what they needed the software to do. So they went, you know what? Okay, let's just start learning how to code and let's just make software from the ground up. And I think that's actually what they ended up doing. Now, mind you, they have professionals working on the coding now, but uh, I think that's how it all all started or, or so legend goes. So they have created the software from the ground up for float centers to be able to do all the things we need to do, which I think one of the things for them was that they needed floats to be able to go across midnight because they do late night floats and regular software just couldn't handle that. They had to do workarounds. So um Obviously, it can do that. You can do all sorts of scheduling. You can do classes, groups, and um, measurements for your float tanks, logbooks, uh, tasks, management. All your documentation for procedures can go in there. Float Helm's ridiculous, and it means that you don't have to have all these different pieces of software for what you're using. If you've ever listened to the show, you know we believe in this product. I don't have to tell you anymore. If you're new, let me tell you, we believe in this project. Go to floathelm.com, check it out, and schedule a tour. They can walk you through everything you need to know about Float Helm and make sure it's a good fit for you. All right, enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Art of the Float. And this is Gloria. I'm stepping in for Dylan as the prime host tonight. Let's see how I do. Dylan, I want to know, what was your experience after your first float? Anything remarkable? Um, You know what the weird thing is? Not especially. I just... Um, I went in with so much hype. I think I've like talked about this before, but Joe Rogan just had me so hyped up on floating that I thought I was just going to be seeing neon symbols flying around me and extraterrestrials were going to be having conversations with me. And I got out and I was like, huh, yeah, I guess I, I'm relaxed, but, but that was about it. And I just, I went home with the, with the wifey and just had a chill evening. It was, you know, what more can you expect? Did you Netflix and chill? How dare you? I can't reveal that information. (laughs) (laughs) Kim, how about you? uh, Let's see here. After my first float, um, nothing spectacular really happened. I happened to sleep really, really well. um, And I just felt good. Things just felt right. Yeah. Very good. Drew. Hey, this is Drew from New Hampshire Float. And my first float was awesome. And the biggest thing that I remember, um, well, actually two things. One, the sky, the blue was really blue. And the pine trees were really piney and green. <laughs> it was, but, but where I was in Western Mass, they were all, I don't know, I still don't know if they were natural, but they looked like they were in a direct line. And they were very, like, I saw, I don't know, I saw symmetry, I feel like. 
And then also, um, pretty much everyone I knew said I was a weirdo who I was like, I wasn't floated today. And they're like, what? You're so weird, dude. <laughs> so those are things. Well, I have to tell you my quick story. So my first float was at Space Time Tanks in Chicago. And I was a little bit creeped out when I first walked into the place. I'm not going to lie. It was a very strange environment that I was not familiar with. And when I walked out of there, after I kind of got through the, the weird feeling, when I walked out of there and got outside, I remember like the clarity in the tr- like the crispness of the trees and everything I was seeing. It was like kind of uh, 3D is how I described it. Um, and of course that night, I think that the story everybody knows that has heard my story knows I slept like a rock that night. <laughs> Unlike I... I've never slept that good ever since, but um, it was, it was pretty profound. So sometimes, you know, people walk out of their first time float and magical things happen. And that is the case for tonight's guest. (laughs) Oh, wow. Jesse, Jesse Parks. Jesse, did you like how I uh, rolled that segue in? Queen of the segue. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> so uh before we get started um Jesse uh, I want to make it clear a lot of people thought that I hired you to do some magical things after your float and just for the record this is the first time you and I are ever seeing each other face to face virtually yes. as that is and we did not know each other we did not have mutual friends we did not know that this was going to happen um so before we get into the big reveal on what that's all about can you just tell us a little bit about your first float and especially where it was? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, so my first float was at Float Sixty, located on Erie, downtown Chicago. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and say nice. that. And um, so when I went there, the guests was very welcoming, and they kind of gave me a quick breakdown because it was my first time. You know, sixty dollars, you know, ninety for any other time that you go there. And when I went in there, I was kind of like. Uh, like I was just taking everything in because I really did not know. I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't. So when I got in there, I was trying to find the light switch. I was trying to say, okay, okay, do I turn the lights off here? Do I turn it off here? And then when I finally went into that darkness, I was like, oh, here it is. And then I finally like kind of like drifted off and then I forgot where I was at for a minute and then I moved and then I kind of got like a water in my nose, right? So <laughs> it took me a while to like get back in my zone and then before I knew it, like the float was over. So I didn't like, like you guys said, I didn't really see any, any magical, anything, no fairies, no unicorns or nothing like that. But what I did, what, what I can say is that there was like a sense of stillness, like a real sense of stillness. Like I was nice. staring off into the abyss because mm-hmm. once you close your eyes and you open them, you can't really tell whether your eyes are open or not. Then um, I started seeing like a whole bunch of pretty colors. Like I was looking inside like a, a kaleidoscope kind of. So nice. I was just able to just relax and just, I guess, observe my thoughts. So I was just thinking about how calm and peaceful this is. And I just really want to share it with the rest of the world. I I was like, you know what? I see why Stephen Curry is like in his zone when he's playing his NBA games and all the other people, you know, Joe Rogan and what have you. So I really just like when I got out, I just was talking about it nonstop, like nonstop. Everybody I know is interested in it now. So yes, for the record, I do not work for Float 60. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. <laughs> well, so, okay, let's just back up a, a little bit and, you know, please co-host jump in uh, with, with questions. But let me kind of describe to you in a little detail how this kind of 
night went down. Um, first of all, for those of you that know my story, I own flo four Float 60 locations, and one of them has been really, really challenging. Um, that particular day, I had some serious challenge um, going through and kind of determining the fate of that location, and that's my South Loop location. And I have to say, I was like going through my day, working my full-time job, and then at night, you know, my head goes to that place of stress, right? It's very stressful to run a business. And especially in times of COVID, this is, this particular night was really heavy. And all of a sudden, my phone was exploding. My <laughs> notifications were going off and my phone was ringing. So just for the audience, the way my phone system works, all four locations kind of cover each other's overflow calls. So it's very rare that I'll actually get a phone call that I have to personally pick up because if River North doesn't answer, Northwest Indiana will answer and so on and so forth. But something was going on because my phone was ringing off the hook and I was almost irritated. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Why aren't they answering the phones, right? And um, I even pinged my ads guy saying like, what kind of ad did you drop? They're being routed to my phone number, right? So as I kind of like looked more into it, I saw, and this was before it went crazy, but I saw this guy, Jesse Parks, shared our page. And the funny thing, it wasn't, wasn't our tank, but I'm like, huh, well, that's still awesome, right? I'm, I don't know whose tank that is, but great, right? And then I started seeing all of the comments and I was like, oh my gosh, it, it was exploding before my eyes. What does that mean, exploding? Like how, do you know? Well, <laughs> at, at, at that time, I think there were, there were probably like 11,000 shares by the time I picked shares? up on this. Shares. Shares. Yeah. And so right away before wow. anything, I had this immense sense of gratitude for Jesse. <laughs> and I said to myself, I'm going to give this guy a call. Now, unbeknownst to me, he had pinged me through one of the messages, but my messages were so behind. I didn't even see this. I, right. I like proactively like looked him up. I'm like, has this guy legitimately been to our place? Like, mm -hmm. when was he there? And I called the phone number and I'm oh, like, nice, nice. Or, or I text, I think I text you and then you called me. Um, so, and I just, it's like, it, thank you. If, yeah. Before we get into like you two talking, I want to throw in my perspective here because I had just started helping Gloria with her social media, like yeah. a week, two weeks before. <laughs> oh, right. Funny. For most of my clients, I don't have full page access anymore and I don't need it. It's, it's hard to have that many pages and that many messages and notifications coming in. And so I had noticed throughout the day, all of a sudden, like my phone's starting to blow up. Oh my God. Why is float sick? God, do they always get this many messages? And I went in and turned off the notifications. And then every time I would open my phone, I would see like, there's more, there's more, there's more, what is going on? And like, it just turned into this crazy thing to the point that whenever I opened up to see exactly how many messages were coming in, they were coming in by the hundreds, like yeah. everybody just clicking that get started oh, wow. button. And it was just oh, yeah. to get started. We, there were some people who of course never responded past that, but it just started like what on earth is going on. And so I started digging in too. And then all of a sudden I just watched because then the float conference started getting new likes. Then all of my other clients started like seeing a little activity and some questions were starting to, you know, trickle in just a little bit. And it was just really cool to see like from this global perspective of like, what just happened. And yeah. we start, you know, reaching out to Jesse and trying to connect. So 
Well, what, one more sidebar, uh, Jesse, for you to know. So I had just maybe four days before this happened, mm-hmm. promoted one of my employees to manage our social media in terms of the messages and engagement. And I, mm-hmm. I literally told her, I'm like, you know what? It's not going to be very much, you know. <laughs> and I mean, it, it's the funniest thing because she was like the perfect person to handle it. But um, so we get the we get the picture right. Like by the time you and I talked, it was probably you know fifteen thousand shares, and then you know by the time it was all said and done, it was over a hundred thousand. So before we kind of go into that, I, like let's dive into who you are, Jesse, and sure, like a little bit about your background, and also. Um, before you get into what you do for a living, I'd like to understand what what time it took from the idea that you wanted to go to a float center to you actually coming to float. Okay. Well, so I was introduced to floating by a couple of people. One of them was my girlfriend and the other one was um, somebody that on social media, a friend of mine. She does meditation and chakra balancing and things like that. So she went a week before I did. And I was letting her know, like, hey, whenever you go, just let me know what it's like. And, you know, I want to try it. And when I went, it was actually the day after Thanksgiving. So I said, well, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm a little full. I ate a lot. So I just want to go somewhere and just relax and just give thanks. So what better place than to go somewhere where it's just complete silence, complete darkness, and it's just me. And, you know, I can just pray, meditate, whatever I do. And that's kind of what happened. And. It, everything went from there. So I really feel like there's a lot of good things that are going to become of this. Not even just that, but just me going back to float because that was just my first experience. Like, honestly, I really didn't even know what to do when I went in there. Like, I didn't <laughs> even have on my, I didn't even have on any, uh, any, uh, air, any earplugs. So next time I want to do the earplugs too. Well, that, that is, you know, it's always amazing for float center owners to really kind of dive back into the mm-hmm. first time float experience. And me, I'm a very unique uh, operator in our industry because I don't work in my float centers where most of the people do and they're there day in and day out. I thrive on hearing about people's experiences. So, I mean, just again, a shout out to you for gifting me, not a gift with all the, you know, the, the attention because we get a lot of attention, but mm-hmm. I'm more grateful that you shared your experience and reinforced why I do what I do and why I have this company. Uh, it just given my experience that day and everything we've all been going through as float owners, I think not only did you do that for me, but you did it for the whole industry. And, you know, I can speak on behalf of our industry and there's a lot of characters out there. Let me tell you, <laughs> we appreciate you right now, man. Thank you so much. I, I was bragging. Even before I made the post, I was just bragging to everybody like, yo, you got to try this. You got to try this. Like, what? You mean you go you go in there and it's complete darkness? That sounds scary. I was like, no. Like, just wait. Wait till you go in there. You're going to experience it for yourself. So a lot of people don't really have an idea of exactly what it is. They think it's like a, an actual tank or a dungeon or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. You go in there and, you know, you have the option to turn the lights off. You know what I mean? So. Right. Like as I go again, I'm gonna like really break it down more, you know. And then the person that I shared the uh, the picture of the uh, the float, the actual tank, because yeah. my phone sucks. I'm just gonna be straight up. My phone sucks, so I didn't want to like <laughs> I didn't want to misrepresent the place that I went to. So I went yeah, and yeah. just typed in sensory deprivation tank. And the first, it's awesome. 
Yeah, the first thing they came up, I just uh, shared it along with my post, and then it went. That's awesome. Well, we like I said, we really appreciate that. And what I found to be so amazing when we came together in our conversation, and you said, "Oh, by the way, I do meditation music." I was like, "What? Like this is such a." serendipitous union. And so please talk to us about that. How long have you been doing? How long have you been a musician? Is that what you do professionally? Tell us more about that. Yeah. Can I, so can I just uh, real quick, go ahead. Can, can I interject just real quick? No, I can't. Um, I just on the West coast, or I don't know if this is true for all the West coast, but I feel like Portland didn't have as big of an impact from these shares. I feel like there was some geography alignment to it, but I just love that during COVID during all of this, that's happening to our businesses. Like the float industry got this boost is just like, what a cool thing. You know, this, this awareness right before the yes. holidays is yes. so dope. I love it. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just want <laughs> to share that's that. That's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. The music. So- yeah, please go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I want to see before I answer your question. Go ahead. I want to see what you what's on your mind. No, I was just thank you. And it was just interesting <laughs> that the way that you're talking about the float, like going in there to meditate, mm-hmm. going in there to pray, and then for your post to be the one to go viral resonates with yes. me. But how the hell did yes. that resonate with Facebook? You know, like gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. I, I love I that. still don't know exactly what happened. I don't right. <laughs> I really don't know what happened. So <laughs> but, uh like I was getting I, ready to say, um, oh, so a little bit of background about me. I've been um, doing music since I was 16. So 2002 was when I first started. I made my first instrumental and I was making music for local artists around the area, rappers, R&B, singers. And like it developed over to me making theme music. I do films, like scores, movie scores and stuff like that as well. And then I also play guitar. So I've been playing guitar for about 11 and a half years as well. Amazing. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and what's really cool too is, you know, Jesse came to my river lo- river north location, which is in the north, just north of uh, the river in Chicago. But we actually live pretty close to each other. Um, in fact, he lives in a town I used to work in when I was in high school. So it's, it's really uh, amazing how I think that, again, the universe brought us together. So Jesse, when you started realizing what happened first of all how did you realize that things went off the off the wall off like crazy well my notifications were going off like crazy and yeah um so facebook they have like some type of new thing where they let you know when someone else updates on someone else's status so i didn't think it had anything to do with me and then (laughs) one of my cousins um i saw a comment on my wall and he just he was like well you went viral and i was like what do you mean i went viral and he was like, just look at your last post. And then I looked at my last post and this was like when it had 5,000 shares. I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, 5,000, that's not bad, but that's, that's great. That's more than, there's more shares than I've ever gotten on anything. So I, I remember going to Family Dollar and when I came back out, it was at 8,000 shares. And when I came to the house from Family Dollar, it was at 11,000 shares. Wow. And then that's when Gloria, I think she, um, she texted me and said, hi, I'm the owner of Load 60. <laughs> And I just want to say thank you for uh, whatever it is you just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and can we talk about the post itself? Because it wasn't like, I, I don't know, it, it felt like just a very simple post about trying out a flow, post. right? Like, mm-hmm. That's it. I loved it, though, because there was a line that you said, Jesse, about, you know, you just felt connected to source. 
And I yes. think that's, that's the piece that for a lot of people, um, especially in the year that we've had, like yeah. a lot of folks are really feeling like they need that. And it was just such a powerful one line to say, yeah. I did this cool thing and here's what I felt as a result. And that was yeah. like, I mean, I remember reading it and just being like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I've, I've had those floats and, it, and oh, nothing can compare at all you know it's just amazing and to know that like you hit that on your first float like you just heard our first float stories and we're all just like all right cool I slept good like the trees were pretty and like some really nice stuff but nothing Mm -hmm. that like was just boom um and yet you know we we all float regularly and this is what we do for a living and and um to know that it 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 can still provide that on that very first float it's just ah so so awesome well, that was my first float, so I can't wait to go back. You know, <laughs> I can't even go back because it's, it's all booked. <laughs> well, I I think that you know we are a testament. Don't un, don't underplay or downplay our uh, our passion for our mm-hmm. first float because most of us mm-hmm. floated and then said, "Oh my God, we have mm-hmm. to not only share this but build a whole float center." And you know, yes. so many people have that story where they they were just so profoundly impacted that it moved them to action. Like I'm, you know, certainly a testament to that. So I Jesse, that, that happened for me yeah. before my first float. I knew I was opening That's a right. center before right. I, I'm that weird one that I was just like, I'm doing this and I don't know what it is. And I felt called to open a float <laughs> center, not, not from a business and money and financial stance, but it was just, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what it is. And, um, and then everything else came in. So mine was, was out of order. alignment with your purpose almost. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. Very nice. So Jesse, uh, we don't have a ton of time left. I want to know what happens next with you. What is your plan? Are you doing like a, a round the world float tour? Like what, what's, what's your thinking? Yeah, I actually would love to do a float tour around the world because from what I understand, a lot of these different float centers and float tanks, they have their own personality they have their own thing that people put their heart into. So yes. I was, um, I tried to call as many float centers as I could and just introduce myself. And I'm actually still doing that. I just haven't gotten to any, everybody yet. And I really want to make sure that um, I introduce myself. And I also do the meditation music. And it just so happens that I am releasing a meditation project very, very soon. So I feel like that would be good for me to monetize that so that I can reach out to each and every float center. So I kind of Googled the uh, flotation locations and I just kind of like went down the list. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I say, I'm still, I'm still doing that. So if I can find a way where I could just reach out and even just go to these different places so I could just see the world, meditate. And that also would be in alignment with my purpose as well, because I like doing that type of thing. You know what I mean? That's so for those, for those who haven't checked out Jesse's meditation, it is like, I mean, perfect to pair with floating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm actually going to be listening to it on my next float, um, hopefully this week. Um, nice. But I've enjoyed just sitting at my desk, sitting in my office or taking my morning meditation and uh, getting to listen to, you know, to your tracks. It's just really uh, such a, a really awesome fit. Nice. Yeah, Thank you so I- much. I appreciate it. 
I had a massage. I told Jesse that I had a massage uh, this past Saturday and I requested from my massage therapist to have him play Jesse's music the whole time. And it was, it it was really awesome. So we, we really do have a tremendous sense of gratitude for your simple share. Um, I love the fact that you didn't mean it, like mean to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I did not mean to do it. I I still really don't know exactly what happened and how it happened. I'm just, it's hard to say. Because Kim, you know, she owns a social media organic marketing company. And Mm -hmm. do you realize how many float posts we share every (laughs) single day that are just wonderful? I mean, we put so much thought into it and Dylan takes these amazing photos and, you know, we, it's, it really is a phenomenon when something like this happens. It's, Mm -hmm. It's, you know, hard to really describe. It could be somebody that, you know that had influence that shared it once and then it just mm-hmm. ricocheted from there. There's so many uh, different things, but whatever it is, yes, we, we are, are full of gratitude. And um, I, I personally ask? just wanted to thanks. Yeah, please, Dylan. May I ask, um, where can people find you instead of you calling all the float centers? If they want to reach out to you, how do they do that? Well, you can go to www.jessieparksmusic.com. Nice. I have my own website and you can scroll all the way down to the bottom and you can subscribe and then I'll automatically get everything in my phone and I can respond accordingly. That way I could just, you know, talk to each and every, each and every person. Well done. That's sir. It. Well done. Well, and last plug for Jesse, uh, we shared a special discount code for Jesse and his followers. So Jesse Parks if anybody wants to come to float 60 and all you float center owners out there, I encourage you to set up your own Jesse parks discount code and uh, you know, give this guy the recognition and also encourage people to subscribe to his YouTube channel. And uh, you know, let's give back for sure. So again, Jesse, I I appreciate it, man. Uh, Anything else you want to say in closing? Um, So in closing, I just want to say thank you for having me. You guys, everybody's been wonderful. Everybody that I've reached out to so mm-hmm. far has been has been wonderful. They've been very supportive of what it is that I'm trying to do as far as getting my music out there, especially the meditation music being heard. And hopefully we could just continue to build from here. I would love to just go to the float conferences and everything that you guys have in relation to the float world. Like this is going to be a part of my life now. Hmm. I love it. Well, we know some people at the float conference, so we'll we'll keep you posted. <laughs> nice. Yes. We'll keep you updated. A couple people. Yeah. So yes. welcome awesome. to the float fam. Yep. Absolutely. Thank awesome. you so much. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. All right, Thank Dylan, you take Thank it home. You. What? i have no idea why gloria was handing it off to me there but what a great time to take a quick break and just talk about maximum floats maximum floats is a company that is helping bring um, clients into your float center and it's not just like your standard marketing company where they're putting out ads and they've figured out how to bring people in they have a complete program to not only bring people in but to have them Uh, getting better at your float center, having a whole program with wellness techniques. And this program, that means they're not just showing up once and going, huh, maybe I liked it, Mm, maybe I don't, but that they're committing to bettering themselves over time, which means that they're continuing to float at your float center. There's a lot more to it. I think it's, um, I think these guys have put in their time in trying to figure out how to do these programs correctly. Uh, Kyle and Alex are, are pretty special people. So check them out at MaximumFloats.com. Find out all about it and how you can get continuous business into your float center. Let's get back to it.
Wow, that was so nice to have a first time float person on the show. We probably should do that more often. It just brings me back to the the feels, right? On why we did this in the first place. I mean, we talk so much about our challenges, but man, it's so nice to focus on somebody's positive story and, you know, kind of the the virgin experience of floating, the beginner's mind. I think what was really cool, like not every float center got activity from this. Not everybody saw, you know, a huge increase in traffic or calls or messages. Some places did more than others. But I think what was really cool is even though some of the places that had like three or four new phone calls or a couple of extra people, there was just so much excitement Hmm. um, from the new people who had just heard about it. Um, You know, Google Trends showed this monster spike when Jesse's post went viral. Um, Over the next two to three days, there was this huge spike in people looking up sensory deprivation. And that kind of trickled out to some float centers. Um, It made its way back to us. And, you know, people were sharing in our area and saying, hey, did you know there's one in New Albany? And they were tagging us. And um, what I saw from other float centers, too, especially like for those of us who are in really small towns, just getting that little bit of attention. It was just really cool for the enthusiasm for people who some of these centers have had a really, really hard year. And just to have that little, like you said, it's that injection of that new um, experience and why we do this again. It was just really cool to see a lot of folks uh, just get a little bit of recognition for providing space for that. (laughs) So year end wrap up. Here we are. It's and by the way, this is officially pod here. Okay, Drew, we are talking about, (laughs) you with me, Um, but can you believe there's two weeks left in this year? And and thank God for that. Thank God. Right? I'm so over it. Right? So over it. I think so many positive things have come, but wow, did we have a hard time getting there? You know, it's, there's, there's just so much uh, pressure on our industry, and um, I, I, I definitely want to end the year on a positive note. You know, one thing that, you know, with things being negative, seeing so many businesses close is just, ugh, it breaks my heart. Every time I see a new one pop up, it hurts me so much. Um, and it's been cool that one of the, one of my friends who owns a restaurant uh, closed somewhat early on during, during the closures. And they're already moved out of Portland and have like kind of started a whole new life and are closer to their family and are just happier than ever. Like it was the right thing, you know, and they were working so hard for so long. And it's as much as we love what we do, sometimes we can hold on too tight to these things Mm -hmm. and something like this can shake us up and make us rethink things, realign and and restart completely sometimes. And so um, that's, that was some kind of silver lining that, that I've seen that uh, helps me feel better about all of this, you know, with the, with the darkness. I think it's definitely pushed people to think about their businesses differently, more creatively, um, you <laughs> yeah. know, you know, just it's, it's really fostered invention and innovation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I think um, it's, it's really given me great perspective on my health specifically, right? Like, I think the stress of going through running a business and then the stress of this, this pandemic, I mean, it really makes you stop and think about your health and, you know, the gratitude I have to, to be okay. And, 
you know, it's just, it's heartbreaking to think about how many people are not okay right now and Mm -hmm. how serious this remains. And um, I, I just know that our business really is vital at this time. I feel that more than ever that people aren't really equipped to handle the stress that they're under. And um, I, I'm going to pay close attention. This is my intention. I'm going to pay close attention to these first float stories, the second float stories, and, you know, just take time to read reviews and look at other float centers reviews and just reinforce why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. For me, so there's my pep talk for the night. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, Marketing for me, this is like kind of re kicked me. Like I've, I've, I've gotten big and lethargic on, on marketing and all that as interesting as I find it. Like this has been like, wait, how do we do this? You can't necessarily depend on Facebook and these social media things. Like how do you secure your own marketing and put that forward? So that's, that's been something and which includes uh, mindful.solutions.com by the way, Kim's, Kim's <laughs> business, mindful solutions. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh yeah, no dot com, no dot com. God, no that gets me every damn time. You should see my my search bar. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. How, how about you, Drew? I think the biggest thing for me this year, especially once COVID hit, was finding a better balance in my life, and I am definitely happier and putting a priority on other things. And don't get me wrong, I still, I just going through an almost 40 day stretch where I floated somebody every single day. I didn't get my days off. So like things come up and I'm, if it works, I'll do it for people, but whatever. I still feel, um, I found a good balance and I'm doing better at asking for help. And I agree with you about the marketing. I'm learning more about that and putting a little more, um, effort into that. And I've definitely been, trying to take a step back a little bit more. I feel like so many people are stressed and I, we are a place where people come who are stressed. We're inviting stressed out people and some of the phone calls I get or some of the emails I get, like sometimes I'm frustrated with people and it was a good reminder that, you know, a lot of people are stressed out and it's the people I'm really bummed out about the masks because I can't see people's faces. So that is the downside to the mask. Yeah. And I know just underneath though, they're smiling and they're loving their float and they're coming out with that post float glow. And that's the part that I feel like I've been focusing on more as we um, head towards the end of the year here. And we all have our own stuff, right? Like it was very stressful to be a business owner and I, you know, I, I don't have a ton of help at my float shop. And so it's hard to juggle everything. And I have ADHD. I'm behind on everything. And my emails overwhelm me. And my little section of the desk overwhelms me. And I'm doing the best that I can. And it's those moments when people come in stressed out and then come out going, whoa, Mm -hmm. I can't believe that. What happened to me? That was (laughs) awesome. And you know, kind of focusing on those things has helped me to keep going this year because of those, um, you know, those good floats and those good people that come in and the people that share their story. And I've had a bunch of that lately, people sharing their stories and then saying, oh, it's too much information. I don't even know you. And it's, I feel honored that they feel Mm -hmm. comfortable enough that within 20 minutes, 
they're kind of dumping something personal on somebody. I'm just the hippie looking dude at the flow center, but maybe that's what they needed, you know? And, um, I come Everybody here. needs a little hippie-looking dude in their lives. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I come here for mine. I get to see you guys. So <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought that up because before I forget, I would be completely remiss if I did not have expression of my absolute gratitude for you knuckleheads because you guys are amazing. And I learned so much. I feel just so blessed to be a part of this little group and I just feel like we are a support system for each other and I love our crazy texts and I just love you guys so love you too yeah, yeah right back at you I awesome. yes it, very frequently including just uh this week I, I tell Sandra like I don't know why they podcast with me like I don't know why <laughs> they're willing to get together week after week after week and then and Gloria's like She's got four flow centers. She's working at Google. Like she's got so much going on and she shows up every single, unless she needs to get her hair done. She shows up every <laughs> single week. to pod. I skipped I, it tonight. So, so thank you guys. I can't thank you guys enough. It, 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 I, I believe what we, what we're doing here is really beneficial to the community and it really helps these businesses. And like the, even the last few episodes, I've been so thrilled about uh, Matthew coming on and, oh gosh, I'm spacing on his name. Andy. Share. Share. Thank you. Such good meat in those episodes. Um, so thank you guys. Can I, can I share that I um, got with Matt and did a text campaign? Yeah. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Please. Yes. So um, on about $60 spend, I sold 123 floats on a text campaign and I couldn't be happier. That's it, amazing. Yeah. He, I was listening to his podcast when we were talking to him and I just, <laughs> my head was spinning and he knows so much about float helm. And I don't know if we already did an ad for float helm, but float helm is <laughs> awesome. And Sorry. we were able to kind of, um, you know, target specific people who had been there zero one or two times for visits and most of the people that purchased the floats when i was looking they hadn't been in for a year two years 18 months so to me those were people that weren't going to buy necessarily anyway so it really worked out and kind of brought these people back to the flow center and a bunch of them have floated multiple times already. Huh. I have at least two that I know off the top of my head already. They purchased a couple of the float specials and then bought the membership. Nice. So um, I've always been like kind of proud about not spending money on marketing and still mm -hmm. keeping my tanks. Well, I only had two tanks. So, and there's no other float centers around. So pretty easy to keep that full but when i watched the fta shout out to the fta video the holiday float video if you're in the fta and you haven't seen that highly recommend it and if you're not you can pay a dollar to get in there um the the video everyone pretty much everyone who spoke spent money on advertising and sometimes you have to spend money to make money and i still don't fully understand how that all works but it does make sense so i I do think that um, that Matthew and his text campaign, Matt and his text campaign, I recommend that. It worked very well for me. I don't know if it works for everybody, but it worked very well for me. Awesome. That's I, I awesome. Did a, I did a small one based off of his, his episode, and it, I actually mentioned this at the 
preamble to the last episode, but it netted me just under $1,000, which was super cool. I sent it out to 500 people. Um, and we're about to do a, a bigger one, like to everybody for, for our gift cards. Nice. Um, yeah. I, I, I find that fewer and fewer people are opening up their emails. I mean, we have, I think it's like 25,000 people on our email list or something like that. It's like, it's so diluted. Oh, you know? yeah. We yeah. for a year or two had, if you're not interested, please unsubscribe because I don't want to pay to reach somebody who's not interested, but it just goes into some spam folder or like, you know, it's everybody's got their junk email account at their Yahoo address or Hotmail or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm excited to do that. Mind you, I booched. Oh, so I spent, I think $5 on that um, and made, I mean, that's the best amount of advertising money I've ever spent. With that being said, it was a decent amount of work. And I would say going through Matthew, who's just going to plug that stuff in and know what kind of verbiage to use and all that stuff. Like he doesn't have to reinvent the wheel by doing it. Like each one of us individually doing it, I would say hit him up. Although I can only imagine how busy he is right now, but uh, I think, I think he can handle it. We'll include a link to, to him as well, by the way, in our show notes. One more shout out to Float Home. May I? No, no, please. Come on. <laughs> no come free on. ads. Are they paying? We, we got that. <laughs> so you know the rule, Gloria. <laughs> I have so much passion for the capabilities of Float Helm. And and by the way, very early on, I challenged them a lot. You know, I've laid off because I've taken kind of a step back. But in the very beginning, I was like pushing on them to do this report, that report, you know the multi-location thing. I, my husband owns a athletic sports business and he has travel baseball teams. And we have been talking for a long time about how terrible most of the front office software is in this industry. Interesting. And he always had that that problem with, you know, hiring instructors where you can't open up the schedule all day and have an appointment at one an appointment at six and have them sitting there doing it, doing nothing. So like bubble scheduling, like that was part of the idea, like to have an opening and expand it out. Float Helm made that happen. So tomorrow, taking some time out of my work day, going to my husband's academy and we are meeting with Graham and Ashcon to discuss the possibility of them branching out into the athletic world. I think it would be epic. So no pressure guys, but imagine they want that. Make it happen. Yeah. But that's so cool. That's that's how strongly I feel about it because uh, they just do a great job. Yeah, exactly. And and if anybody's going to be able to, you know, mod it, mod it out for your needs, these are the guys yeah, like, I don't know how they built it so differently than these other scheduling softwares where you're like, you make a request and three years later, like, yeah, 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 we, we know and we're working on it. It's like, no, you're not. If you are, this is so li- low priority or it's just such spaghetti code at this point, they can't modify anything. Whereas I feel like these guys are still so versatile with what they're doing with their software. We got to start having these ad reads at the beginning, not at, not at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is not an ad. This is real. That was natural. I am not paid to talk about them. But we haven't heard about Kim's year. Kim? Uh, yeah. Uh, 2020 was definitely a roller coaster for me. Um, there was, I've, I've shared before about how like my day-to-day life didn't change a lot. Um, 
but I found that it was just one of those years where I was really able to kind of reflect a little more to um, recognize my own mental health needs uh, mm-hmm. in a different way. And I, I tend to be pretty resilient and I also tend to be pretty stubborn and um, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. And then this year I finally had moments where I realized like I'm not fine and I need to do something about that. And mm-hmm. um, really being honest about that with myself and, and asking for help when I needed it was such a big piece. But at the same time, um, while trying to take care of myself, it's really been a year about like solid foundations for me. And that meant, you know, at Sukino, getting everything just operating really well there, we were on track to have a huge year. And then, you know, everything went off the rails. Um, But we still are ending this like really solid. It was still a year of growth for us, even though our capacity was significantly reduced. But it was just really, I think the reason that it was such a big piece of growth was because we were able to really take care of people and connect with people where we were on track to like grow, 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 because we needed to keep the tanks full and we needed that growth piece. We weren't really focused on growing the business this year. It was really Mm. taking care of the people that we had and creating more space um, to be present for them, to continue to, you know, provide services that are helping them. You know, we just introduced a new service um, this week that, uh, we thought we didn't have room for growth um, for another service. We're out of physical space, but we found a way to add it onto a service and um, we're working on some other things there. But what we're hearing so much is, you know, so many people come into us and say that they're grateful that we're there. We're the only place that they go to visit. We're the only place that they oh, cool. feel safe or that this has been what has gotten them through the year. And I think just being able to really step back and be grateful for that piece of it, you know, and I've been doing a lot of work Um, for Mindful Solutions and had to basically reinvent the way that I do my consulting work uh, because of the pandemic. And I'm really, really grateful for that piece of it. And now it's led me to a place where I'm ready to grow um, next year and offer some new things and bring on someone to help me with some of it. Um, And that, again, is just a huge thing um, that I don't know that I would have been able to mentally be ready for to say I need help um, without having gone through all of this this year. And, yeah. and does that explain, so you were talking about how you needed to admit to yourself that you needed some, what, what was it for you? What was it that you discovered? And is that related? Um, yeah, what I find in my life is everything's related. <laughs> <laughs> everything's somehow overlapping and connected. And, um, you know, I, I haven't talked about it a lot, I think, on the podcast. But, you know, I've had a lot of stuff that's happened in my past. And, um, never really fully processed a lot of things. And um, I've always just been, nope, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm, I'm fine. And, you know, that's uh-huh. just the way that I've always carried on. And and this year was the first time that I was able to stop and say, wait a minute, that's a defense mechanism. I'm not letting other people in. I'm not trusting other people. Um, my fierce independence is not a sign of strength. It's really me being weak and saying, like, I have to be in control of a lot of things. And um, not in a controlling way, but in an I can't trust somebody else because they're going to let me down way. And that was a pretty big realization for me this year. And so I've I've been really intentional about asking my husband to do some more things at the center about, you know, actually talking a little bit more about my health and, and, you know, seeking out help. You know, my acupuncturist is a godsend. She helps me with a lot of stuff. I've started an online therapy program. Um, and just a lot of different things that I don't know that I would have been willing to admit or accept had I not had 
this year happen. And, and like Gloria was saying, it's a chance for all of us to really just reflect and be grateful for our health. Um, and for me, this, my physical health has been okay this year. I always have issues. Um, but my mental health was, the, it was probably the first time in, in a long time that I've said, wait a minute, there's, there's more here that I need to work on. And that trickles out when I'm able to say I need help personally to also be able to say I need help at work and I need help, you know, with my consulting business. And those are good things that asking for help sometimes allows me to grow and um, gives me the space and the freedom to do more of all of these things that are in my head right. um, that, you know, kind of create that self-induced uh, stress pattern. And I'm, I'm really excited about it though, that it's, it's been a kind of a healing process. That's beautiful, Kim. I love that. Mm, I'm so happy for you. Thanks. You guys are all part of that. You know? Well, thank you, Kim. (laughs) If if in any way we're honored to be a part of it. Yeah, definitely. 2020 is a big year for growth, right? It makes it seems like it's there's a lot that you could kind of um and we're all entrepreneurs, so we, we don't do this, but 2020 is a year you could easily be balled up on the couch just being depressed and mm-hmm. watching the news 24 like there are people doing that right watching yeah. the news 24 7 bummed out about life mm-hmm. and look at us we're we're picking ourselves up by the bootstraps and always trying to make progress and i think that's important in having a business right mm-hmm. things happen you have a couple choices to make and you know kind of self-reflection and that, that right. leads to growth, and that's awesome. I mean, when, when the business closures first happened, I mean, that was huge on self-reflection, on, wait, oh my gosh, who am I again? Like, what am I without, like, this constant churn going on and the stress, all that? Um, on, on my way home today, this is kind of similar to what Kim was talking about, I, was, I had this memory, like, oh my God, I used to... Um, some of you may know that I play didgeridoo. Um, you, it's the cyclical breathing where you breathe out what's in your mouth while you're breathing in through your nose. And um, it, it's, it's quite simple, Kim. I'll, I'll teach you. It's great. Sure. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, actually, the first thing you do is you spit water out into the sink while breathing in. And uh, I never okay. really did that, but apparently that's the best way to, to kind of get the hang of it. Anyways, I was remembering I um, used to have another thought like lined up chambered in my brain as I was finishing a sentence. And I was just like, so right there with it and able to like connect with people and all this good stuff. And I was like, I talked to somebody now and I'm like, so did you think that that uh, the color was good. Like there's just like five thoughts go into my brain while I'm trying to just convey one thought in my brain. And that is something I really want to work on. We've talked about this a little bit earlier. This wasn't the exact same thing because I feel like I've stepped down in like trying to do all the things and thank you guys for that too. Uh, But um, just practicing the mindfulness, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that's why I need to get back into the app that you recommended, uh, Gloria. Um, mm-hmm. And like, how do I get that piece of me back is really something that I'm after. And I know there's no going back. There's only going forward. But at the same time, the self-induced ADD is not working for me. I don't mm-hmm. like who I am with it. Um, so I want to kind of find myself. Well, I would say the the positive in that story and what you're finding is that you're not premeditating uh, the the dialogue, right? And so it's okay that you're not 
ready to fire out the next phrase out of the chamber because you might have actually been listening and taking it in and like it's okay to be silent which i know i gotta take my own advice one of these days (laughs) but um you know i i would say my mindfulness group is profound and impactful Mm -hmm. to me i've been in this group for two years and we meditate every morning a uh, part of our group meditates every morning at 7 a.m uh, we have a like a little uh lesson right now we're listening to jeff jeff warren from um calm but i i think it's a gift what you're describing you're going through because it just shows you you are processing in the moment versus premeditating so i think that's a, a really positive and maybe it's a step in the in the direction of being mindfulness. If it wasn't just like, did I take care of the cat litter? And did I send off that email? <laughs> and is Phil upset I didn't get back about that mindful solution? Ruined. Ruined. <laughs> Kim gets really mad at me about that. Oh, I, I get so kidding. mad at all my people. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do, I do hear what you're saying. And I definitely agree with you don't just want to have that next thing loaded so you can't hear what they're saying or creating space for dialogue by all means. But right. I do feel like the things that are entering my brain mm-hmm. should, I need, I need some space from them when I'm trying to deliver a communication. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a practice. It's a right. Practice. Exactly. Exactly. So it's floating. We should all float more. We should Agreed. try that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should try that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. What do you think? This is our last episode for the year. Anything you want to send into 2021? See ya. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is where we do the giant explosion. (laughs) Goodbye, 2020. Later. Uh, No, it was uh, a year of growth. And uh, I I really do uh, appreciate all of you guys. And thank you. And thank you to everybody who listens to us Mm -hmm. too. I, I find it fascinating. Like I'm not talk about not being mindful. I'm not ever aware that when we're having these recordings uh, that people actually listen to us. Like it's just part of the benefit, right? It is. It is. Uh, the, I still don't. I still don't yeah. think about it. It's the weirdest thing. Um, it is. I'll get messages from people sometimes asking about something that we talked about. And I'm like, how did they know? Yeah. Like, and I these totally forget. recorded? What? <laughs> Dylan's got this secret thing. He's recording our conversations and he posts them for everybody to hear. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) Drew, anything you want to send into 2021? Just positive vibes to everybody. It's not easy out there. And yeah, you know, sometimes things happen in life. Hopefully we can get through it. And if you can't, best of luck to everyone in whatever happens. Yeah. You know, it's, the paths that we choose lead us down to different destinations. So, you know, I don't know that I are, I know, I don't think I'll be in floating forever, but it doesn't mean it's the end of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, funny. We lost Drew we lost- and Gloria. That's an odd one. That's really weird. Oh, oh we totally we, like, lost, lost, Gloria. lost Gloria. Uh, fifty nine ten. Oh, it was Gloria. It wasn't me. It was Gloria. Drew, she's back. She's back. Weird. Okay, great. My internet just went out. You know, you guys are as well because (laughs) it happens way more than I'd like it to, and people should just know. (laughs) Yes. 
It kind of when I said top 2020. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, here it goes again. Uh, well, all right, guys. I, I love you guys, too. It's, it's, I do enjoy yeah, this yeah. also. Thank you to everyone in the float world, that. too. Everyone's so friendly. Absolutely. It's a good some really cool people with this. Yeah, we're lucky. We are, we are lucky. They we are lucky. Too, right? I think it says something about us if we want to be part of it. Um, thank you guys so Look much. Look at those guns. What? Look at that. It's so, oh, this is the people at home still hey. flexing. <laughs> right in a beach. I was just Damn. unnecessarily Damn. flexing. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, that's how I want to sign off 2020. <laughs> guys, thank you for listening. I love that you do listen. I hope that I like that you enjoy these as Glory puts it, knuckleheads, and get something out of it. That hopefully helps your businesses and and maybe and how you run business and stay mindful throughout throughout that and i think we we should focus on that in 2021 at least i could certainly use a little bit of that um let's see here thanks to our sponsors thanks to float helm thanks to maximum floats thanks for mindful.solutions there's no.com at that you put that in your browser in your url listing and that's what you type that's how you get a whole honestly don't even go to the web just contact kim she has the time just have a chat with her she is really good about it. She always has the time to, to chat with people and um, can tell you about what... Uh, I'm just promising you have time, Kim, to, uh, to um, hey, but, set you up. But on that note, I am actually sharing a weekly little 10, 10-ish minute spiel on my page every week just to help people with all sorts of different business tips and all kinds of stuff. So that's on the uh, My Mindful Solutions uh, Facebook page every Monday. Just some little, here, go do some stuff and implement some cool things to make things a little easier on yourself so kim was the secret dark horse on this show who just (laughs) came from taking show notes off the air like i would send her the (laughs) audio file to doing i I think it was live but like i think like maybe you can talk if you feel like you've really got something to contribute something like that and like immediately was like oh my god kim is a genius (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about genius but i'm a sponge and i like to give it back cool uh well i appreciate it a ton. Um, so in case it wasn't clear, she's helping with marketing and, and, you know, there are several tiers of what she can do for you, but basically it's a lot of work to be continually be putting out that social media and she can help you with that. And her business can help you with that. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our Patreon subscribers. Um, I'm loving it. Just did three shoots today so I can kind of have a gap during the holidays and all Can't that. Wait. And uh, some good stuff. Um, oh, here's something to be grateful for. Art of the Flow bought me a new camera. So the images, I just started looking at them, look incredible. So I have a new Sony a7 III, if that means anything to you. Ooh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> And I, I think that's it. I think Drew Drew's the one who's spot on here with like you can't you can't decide your path. Um, you know things are going to happen to us. The only thing that we can control is your attitude. So just um, until next time, remember you're the one in charge of your attitude and how you face things. We'll see you next year. Bye bye. Mahalo. Bye-bye. Mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs>